everybody and Merry Podmas! Merry Podmas! Welcome to another episode in our little Podmas series. This one is a ridiculous... This one is a ridiculous... Oh my God! (laughs) 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 Ridiculously. Ridiculously special one. And we are so, so, so excited to bring this one to you. So today, guys, we have a very special guest with us. It is my wonderful, wonderful mother. Give it up for Karen. Give it up for Karen. (laughs) Guys, Karen is nervous to be here, but we really wanted her to be on the podcast and just have genuine life chats with us because my mother gives me all the life chats on a daily basis and has done my whole upbringing and I just would not be the person I am today without you mum so don't cry oh I'm gonna cry (laughs) yeah she's she is nervous she is nervous guys so bear with um I know I'm an out there loud confident speaker Karen is a little shy bean sometimes aren't you mum completely the opposite to you <laughs> she is but we i feel like i help bring out a lot of confidence for you like i'll bring you along to all my events and i'm like come on mum, come meet my friends come on mum, get on my podcast yeah you do you do encourage me a lot you're very encouraging um, oh also <laughs> she still wants to speak <laughs> you end up yeah enjoying it and thinking oh that wasn't so bad just wanted to say honestly a massive massive thank you for being here and for pushing yourself out of the comfort zone honestly your wisdom has stretched all the way to our listeners ears with everything that Elsa passes on she you're always mentioned on the podcast so we just thought it would be the obvious thing to have the queen herself chat to us and fucking (laughs) reassure us okay because we're in the depths and we're so fucking unsure quite literally confused we just need some guidance frankly we just need a mummy to tell us that everything's going to be okay (laughs) and which you always do you're always always giving me the support aren't you mother yeah always tell my girls that everything will be okay uh, whether I actually believe it or not that's what I tell you and <laughs> not so good at taking that advice myself and also mum I'd just like to say on the podcast today it is okay when we ask you anything and at any point you're allowed to just say unsure exactly because exactly. it is unsure with teenagers <laughs> and we are forever unsure, unsure. absolutely so Elsa's mum our dear old gorgeous Karen, does life get any less unsure? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, you heard it right here, people. From the queen herself. <laughs> oh, sorry to disappoint, but no, it doesn't. It's just different things that you're unsure about. Uh, yeah, it, it's just different, but still the same confusing life that you're muddling through and trying to do the best that you can do try and make the right decisions trying to just enjoy uh, and not let it bog you down too much but it's very very difficult it's very difficult to do that how did you manage to change your mindset into feeling the way that you're just expressed now and to be like do you know what we have to just make the most of it and how did you gain that acceptance well it's never consistent it's up and down you think yeah I've cracked it 
I'm not going to worry. I'm not going to stress. I'm just going to try and take each day as it comes, try and enjoy things. And then it takes a dip where you feel like you're back to square one. Uh, but yeah, that's life. That's, I think, what probably most people experience. And if you're thinking that you're ever going to be in a position where you feel that everything's okay and I'm not going to, I'm never going to worry, I'm never going to stress, I'm just going to enjoy, that's never going to happen. Because life always throws things at you to worry about and stress about. But it's really how you cope with them that's the most important thing. And yeah. not letting it get you kind of bogged down and back down into that black hole that you find yourself, maybe when I was younger, sinking into. Uh, you learn. You have to do a lot of learning on your own, though. It doesn't just... It's not given to you. You have to go out there and look for the solutions, uh, look for the information, and put them into practice. And that that's what I find helps. Guys, my I'm God, sorry. I mean... I, I've, <laughs> never, I've never given teeny that good an answer to any of the questions <laughs> she's asked me i was I like think i think it's booted off the podcast i think, I'm I think it's now <laughs> unsure with teeny and karen <laughs> because you guys are amazing what the fuck <laughs> how did you manage to find the courage to like you said just to learn by yourself or were you just sort of thrown into life at the deep end and just being like do you know what I can either swim or sink here and I'm gonna choose to swim yeah I've always very much been on my own and had to just try and swim yeah a uh, lot of time feeling like treading water rather than swimming but I guess some people maybe just have a determination in them that I feel I had just that determination that I didn't want to give in I've always been very much like when I was a lot younger and did, I did sports and I did, uh, I've competed in uh, sports acrobatics uh, to a high level and that was my life really. Yeah. Uh, and I was very, very confident in that situation and I've always wanted to win. I always had that, I want to win and I didn't like it if I didn't. Uh, so I think that fighter in you just keeps you going. That's what makes you want to just keep going and keep trying to uh, succeed. Just get to a point where yeah you feel okay that's beautiful because also like you have not had it easy that you have three daughters and you had all your girls all under the age of they were all under the age of five when you had them so Elsa's sisters are also close together how the yeah fuck literally did you do like that? what there's like <laughs> 18 months between me and Lucy and then what is Emma like two years younger than me two and a half years younger than me to me Wait, so wait, what age were you then when, what age were you when you had Lucy? 26. So Gosh. that, well, I am 27 right now, right? And I can't even imagine having a kid. Like, and then what, 18 months after you having Lucy then came along, dun dun dun, dun me! <laughs> <laughs> so at like 28, having two kids, and then not long after having a third, I just feel like, I could not imagine me and my life right now dealing with that. Like, I just find there's so many stresses in life. I know. That, oh my God, mom, I honestly am just like, you are unreal. I just no, think that honestly. is amazing that you did that. You literally had the three of us and then you didn't have the most amazing relationship. You went through a really 
difficult time with that and I just think it's so amazing like your mentality and how far you've come like with all that and how you raised me Lucy and Emma and that is something and you know that that's something people always do say to you like you've got three wonderful girls and I'm like that was my mama she raised us like so amazing and you've just taught us so many amazing things and I just want to say like thank you because I know that must have been really fucking hard do you ever sit and think to yourself like wow yeah I fucking did that yeah it's uh, probably the thing that I feel most proud about in my life is that you guys have turned out into such beautiful human beings <laughs> because you're so caring you're kind hard working yeah you drive me around the bend at times <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah we do <laughs> but you know uh, and I see all the things that you're doing and how confident you are in certain things and it's lovely because I was never like that and that's all I ever wanted for for you guys was to be able to have that confidence and believe in yourself and yeah enjoy enjoy your life and be happy that's so so beautiful so what advice do you give to your daughters when they come to you during difficult times that's something that over the years I have probably learned to deal with better I used to always think that they come to me with issues with problems I always wanted to fix it for them and I would get myself you know upset and worried and that's not good that's really not good for anyone well for one not for me and especially not for the people that are coming to you with their difficulties because they then feel oh I don't want to go to mum with this because she'll worry and I'll upset her that that used to be very difficult for me uh, not you know to cope with that and that was something I had to learn to do better so now how I feel that I approach it and how I wished I always had was just to listen not try and solve the problem for them they have to solve I mean everyone has to solve their own problems nobody can solve them for them really I I feel Uh, they have to be willing to do what they need to do to solve them and come to the conclusion themselves you can kind of help them along the way maybe suggest some things maybe how about this or how about that but first and foremost you have to listen because quite often all they want to do is or all someone wants to do that has a problem is to be able to offload it onto someone it used to feel a bit of a stress to me but now it feels more of an honor because it's nice that they want to come to you and uh, I try and encourage them to do so now and say I I won't get upset I won't get stressed you know I'm here to listen and sometimes that that's all not always but sometimes that's all all they need is just somebody to listen and to say that how they're feeling is okay yeah for sure I definitely feel better now like coming to you with issues and be like mom (laughs) whereas I, I we did probably all go through like a period of dealing with difficult things but then being worried to say anything because like we would never want to stress you out be like oh we can't say to mum that's just going to stress her out because you like would take everything on board and like we would know that we knew that oh my god she's gonna really be taking all these issues on board and it's then then kind of like more becoming like your issue than it ever was mine (laughs) and I'm like wait a minute mum this was my problem (laughs) like why are you now losing sleep over something that I'm still managing to sleep about (laughs) do you know what I mean I'm like so it would be kind of a bit of an avoidance of okay actually we better not tell you like she might be really sensitive and just like overly emotional so how do you think your relationship has then developed as the years have gone by i think like 
we definitely communicate so much about our feelings a lot don't we if things have been bothering us and coming to each other with things the important thing is as well is to realize that uh, it's okay for you to also talk to your kids about problems or issues obviously not everything and age dependent and all that kind of stuff but as adults you know it's okay to to let them know how you're feeling about things and you know you're that you're human as well they don't grow up thinking that you don't ever have any problems to deal with yeah because i think i guess when you're like grown up sometimes you actually forget you offload all these issues to your parents and be like you need to help me with this you need to help me with this and then you kind of forget that oh wait actually my mum could be going through the same this that and the next thing as well yeah i, I don't saw- know so it's just kind of finding that balance of it being okay that i'm gonna offload to you and know that it's not gonna affect you like too much because understanding what you've also got going on but then also knowing that I can come to you. I think I saw this quote and it was like, because obviously as kids, we see as parents as this kind of all-loving, all-knowing being. And actually, our parents are just like, they're people as well. And it's also the first time going through everything themselves, at least with my relationship with my mum. As I've gotten older, it has become so much more about a relationship that's, a bit like, you know, between two adults. And to be honest, the road to get to that place was so rocky and so difficult. But actually, now kind of being on the other side, similarly, just being honest and sharing your emotions and just communication, it it actually just helps so, so much, doesn't it? Yeah, I think as I've gotten older and being able to understand your emotions more and understand more of your life and emotions you've been through and do you know then I've had like more of an understanding and being able to just build on our relationship and it becomes so much stronger because of all these things you know as a parent you also you just want your kids to think that you're that strong person that's always there for them and sometimes you really are struggling with that Uh, and you don't want to let them know Uh, you don't want to let them down. Uh, you don't want them to feel any less of you because, you know, you're struggling yourself or admitting that, you know, you find there's things that you find difficult or, yeah, that you're not this great person that you wish you could be. And always thinking that you're not enough. So, yeah, so by admitting that you have problems or issues or talking about your own feelings is like admitting that, oh, they're not going to think, they're not going to think I'm enough. They're going to think differently about me now. But actually... It, it's the opposite, I've, I've found. Because when you're struggling with things when they're small, you know, if you've got kids and you're struggling, you you can get angry, you can get frustrated and, yeah, take it out on them and end up in arguments or... And it wasn't really about what you started off with. It was just all these other emotions that came in that I was frustrated with myself, not with them. So, yeah, end up in so many arguments and fights and then thinking oh my goodness I should have you know I wish I'd helped dealt with that differently I could turn the clock back and we could start again to deal with it differently I feel that that was probably you know I kind of like thread through your kind of childhood with the three of you but also like in your life from what Elsa has shared with me is that your personal life you had three little girls to look after but what was happening in your personal life? It wasn't a walk through the park. No, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah. No, it was. It was a. You know, I, I always wanted to have kids. I always wanted a family. 
involvement with both parents and the kids uh, but that unfortunately wasn't a scenario that ever really happened. I was very much on my own a lot with the girls and yeah just trying to figure everything out as well as coping with your own emotions at feeling let down and lonely and sad but also trying to appreciate the fact that you have three beautiful children that need you and need you to be strong need you to be there for them it was really really difficult so I suppose at the end of the day I did manage to do a a reasonable job you fucking smashed (laughs) it I think you've done an amazing amazing outstanding job oh my an outstanding job like listen you honestly should be so proud of yourself you just have the most gorgeous gorgeous girls in the world like genuinely if you could go back to yourself when when you were going through that what advice would you give to yourself like to your younger self not to just make do that you deserve to be happy you don't need to worry about letting other people down because at the end of the day you're only really letting yourself down I was always very much didn't want to let my parents down didn't want people to think bad of me, like nothing set in stone. If you're not happy, you do something to change it and not worry about what other people think, which is obviously something you guys have spoken about quite a lot on your podcasts. Do it for you. And I think that's always what I've tried to say to the girls, you know. Don't do something because you think it's expected of you. You do something because you want to and it makes you happy. If you're not happy, you have to change it and I'm here to support you in whatever way I can. Uh, Guys, I'm genuinely on the verge of crying (laughs) like uh, it's just so because that's a complete reflection of your kids like Elsa preaches that and spreads that message that you've given to her not only to me but to honestly every single person that she meets and that energy is so embodied in your kids and I just that is just so beautiful like, it's just so beautiful to hear you talk about that. Like, honestly, and I just really want to say, like, thank you so much for being so honest and being so vulnerable here. Like, I really, it has, oh, like, I don't know, like, it's just really important. It's just so beautiful to hear. <laughs> yeah, I really think that you've just taught me so much, mum. Like, you really have. And and it's interesting that you say saying that these are all the things that you would like tell your younger self but like you've put all these things like into me Lucy and Emma like all the things that you would have wanted to tell younger you you've like wanted that for us and it's like it really is I mean, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> no stop because oh yeah it was me thought it was me that was gonna get emotional no we're right <clears throat> but like genuinely though um I like think back to everything I know about younger Karen in her 20s going through all these things and it does it I would love to tell her everything that you've just said I think that you've just raised your girls like so well you've made us know that we have so much support from you we have so much support as sisters like I know all you all you really wanted was for us all to be like such good friends and that is what we are like we're literally best friends and we all have each other and the support that we have is unreal like no other that's the one thing that I always say to the girls is you always have each other that's so important you know don't don't throw that away even over silly arguments or certain things there's always things you can always sort out you're all different very different personalities 
you're obviously going to have issues uh, with each other at times, upsetting each other, saying the wrong thing, doing the wrong thing or whatever. You know, that's that's life. We're not all perfect. Uh, but it's been able to talk about it and uh, being able to forgive each other and be there for each other. I, I'm, I'm an only child and that's the one thing that I, I would never have only had one child because of the, the way it made me feel. I know there's a lot of people that are an only child that actually wouldn't wish any other way that were very happy and didn't feel they were missing out on anything because they didn't have brothers and sisters that was one thing I always wished I had was that close person to be able to tell your utmost secrets to and uh, be able to go to when you were you know needing some advice that you know you're not wanting to go to your you don't want to go to your mum for everything Uh, (laughs) so if you've got sisters or, or brothers and that's the one thing I always is important to me that they always have that strong bond and don't let anything really come between them absolutely uh, and they're all bloody talented and I don't know if the listeners know actually but Elsa's sister Emma she actually designed our logo she designed the cover for our podcast it's just so wonderful that like you have that relationship because for example for me I have an older brother that's 11 years older than me and even though we have the same parents 11 years was such a massive difference in who my parents were as people in terms of even upbringing us or the financial state or quite literally where we were living so that's such a strong disconnect that I think I have to to my siblings that I that I think when I start to have my own family I would love for my kids to be so much closer together to have that bond and to have that relationship you know because there's so much conversation about finding the right right partner finding the right romantic love and you know and focusing on that but I actually think that it's so important or it's it's really important to not forget about that self love and your family because ultimately they're they're your you know they're your ride or die yeah and you know some people don't some people aren't lucky enough to have that they maybe don't have such a supportive family they're not maybe not being allowed to just be who they are be themselves without maybe criticism or whatever but you know at the end of the day if you're you want your kids to be happy and you can't you can't change them you can only encourage them you've got to accept really the way they are and hope that yeah they turn out well eh? Because you just <laughs> never, because you do, you never know, do you? <laughs> you? You just no, you don't know. You you just don't know. And just hope it's not a psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> um, can I ask you, mum? Look at me when I'm talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned. <laughs> are you? I just want to ask you. I'm um, just like in general. Are you proud of yourself? Mm, unsure. we did say you're allowed to use that word at any time but I didn't want to hear it to that question I really I want you to be so proud of yourself I'm quite a perfectionist yeah so of course life hasn't been perfect by any manner of means I used to feel that things had to be yeah perfect to be to be proud of them not that I ever thought that about you guys. Probably used to instill it in you that, you know, nothing's perfect. It's okay to fail. It was great to win. And all the, the things that you did as children growing up, all the things you were involved in, Highland dancing, the 
Lucy and the Horses, Emma and her Faulting, you know, you, oh, you did like so many things. But yeah, it was okay to to not win or to have a bad day or the most important thing was for you to be able to cope with that and not think it was the end of the world. Yeah, and be proud of yourself for taking part, giving it a go. And I want you to be proud of you and everything you've done. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a good preacher. <laughs> like everything you say to us and how proud you want us to be of everything that we do. And like, I want, I want you to feel those things. I want you to give Karen some self-love. Yeah, well, that's why I'm here doing this thing that has have put me so much out of my comfort zone. I actually thought I'd be gin and tonic this morning would have been quite nice for breakfast. <laughs> Not that I have ever done that, I don't think, in my life. People, just so you know, I don't drink alcohol for breakfast. But wow, unlike Elsa. Well, your daughter sound like this. I don't know where we got that from. <laughs> I was going to say, I, get, I guess I should be proud of myself for sitting here uh, and doing this exactly absolutely if you're not gonna be proud of yourself or anything else at least be proud that you've sat here with a mic in front of you and you've literally been in such a vulnerable position talking about your life talking about raising us girls and you did it and you did it (laughs) and it's not over yet we're still going She's like, like blinking, oh, you know, she's like, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> she's down for the white it's flag, fine, I guys. can see. She's got the dog right by her side. Ella Bella is here for the support. I am like hugging onto you. That's gorgeous. Um, but yes, back to health queen, mother. You are very into your health and well-being. And it's very inspiring, I must say. Actually, loads of people come to me and say that as well. Like, that's amazing. How oh, yeah. Do our friends here in London, I saw um, our friend Kasia and she, and I was like, I don't know, Elsa's like chia seed puddings just look unreal. And <laughs> she was like, stop. She was like, I saw on her Instagram and I just had to make one for myself. And I was like, I made one too. <laughs> You're literally inspiring everyone, mum. Honestly, I'm, I love bloody love being home and getting this <laughs> made for me you put a lot of thought and a lot of time into it don't you being healthy is hard work yeah <laughs> it is though isn't it it's is so much hard work but it's so much hard work at the end of the day you feel so much better for it mm. mentally and physically that that's all i wanted out of it was to do something for for myself for my mental health was primarily the reason for me beginning a kind of health journey yeah I guess that's that's something I feel proud about is that I've chosen that route and definitely do feel better most of the time it's not perfect that sometimes you wonder if it's all worth it on a down day or but the majority of the time yeah and it's just to be able to be physically active feel mentally okay and age well or as well as you can would you say that now that like your girls have grown up and they all live their own life, would you say that that's given you the opportunity to focus back on yourself and put that love back into you? In, in a way, and another way, aging has always kind of scared me uh, when you see a lot of diseases that people are suffering from nowadays, heart disease and diabetes. and. Also, I guess for those who don't know, you are also a... 
uh, a how was it told me? Oh my god, a biology chemist. <laughs> biology <Hello>. chemist. <laughs> Bi- <laughs> Biomedical scientist. There we go. Close. But I loved your version. <laughs> so yeah, I, I in the back of my mind, I I don't want to be a burden to anyone, and I never have wanted to be a burden to anyone. Part of the reason for looking after my health and doing as much as I do, you can limit the chances of potentially, you know, if you know you're eating harmful thing, harmful foods, not moving, doing all things that are documented as and proven to be not good for your health uh, and increase your chances of having an, an old age that's that you will suffer quite a lot, uh, be on lots of medication, not be able to move as well. Uh, that kind of scares me and probably too much really <laughs> i probably think about it too much uh, and i don't want to be a burden to yeah my my kids uh, that's the last thing i would want is for them to have to be looking after me i think you'll be the last <laughs> thing from a burden to them honestly so, uh, <laughs> it's just trying to be in the present moment yeah do the things that you know are good for you that you enjoy because it is enjoyable and it does make you feel so much better to live in the moment what whatever's going to happen it's going to happen but in the here and now all that you know my aim is to to feel is to feel good yeah and to feel relaxed less anxious uh, and just you know happier not be struggling with aches and pains and all the rest of it so yeah medical people these are taught to heal disease they're not really taught to prevent it mm. uh, i've read that so much and the things that i've I've listened to and read and I could ramble on about that all day and we don't want to do that. So <laughs> You're loving this. We're going to need to have a whole series on Karen the Health Queen. I was just wanting to ask you a question. I was just going to say like, I know you have a lot of knowledge about these things and you listen to a lot of podcasts, you read a lot of books and uh, you do invest a lot of time into this. Do you think from your work, your position of work, that is also giving you a lot more insight to these things. I know you're saying that, of course, age is something that you have a bit of a fear about of with like health-wise and growing older. Do you get a bit of a fear because of all the things that you see within the hospital and your position in healthcare? Potentially, it maybe has a slight bearing on it. But, you know, I've always been interested in science. I've always been interested in how the body works and all the processes that go on with your body. So it's it's interesting to delve deeper and those kind of things and that I mean that's not what I do in my job technically so it's, it's something that I would have liked to have potentially done more of or been in that field a uh, more sort of nutri- nutrition and lifestyle and all that kind of kind of thing uh, so yeah now now I'm just doing it for me it would, would be nice to have maybe more specialized in something like that f- to help other people but I, I like my job uh, and I'm not going to change my job. <laughs> so I, now, I just, now I just do it. Now I just do it for me and anyone that is prepared to listen. Oh. So just so you, just so you know what Karen does is um. So she works. She's a biomedical science science. She she is biomedical science <laughs> biology chemist. She is she is a biomedical scientist. She works in the labs in the hospital, um and basically that entails in doing like testing blood samples urine samples the lot oi, oi. everything <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> the good old chlamydia chicks <laughs> she's also seen 
you know, several little swabs through the system <laughs> from Miss Elsa Biggerstaff. <laughs> um, there ain't no hiding that from my mother. <laughs> she sees it all, baby. <laughs> Don't worry, negativo. <laughs> That's so good. That's so That's good. Always a relief. <laughs> That's always a relief. Karen oh. seeing a sample of mine, sweating, stressed. Oh, thank God. That's amazing. Always good to be safe. Always good to be safe. Always I good to be safe. Just have one last point. I think just to end on Alice's mum, a gorgeous real Karen. What? advice would you give to someone that is just feeling a bit lost they're a bit unsure what to do with their life where their life is going they're kind of maybe stuck in a job that they don't particularly like like if Elsa came to you right now and was like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing me all the time (laughs) like what do you tell her like what do you tell me when I'm like mom I ain't got a fucking clue help it's probably so much easier to to say to your your own kids. You kind of you kind of know you don't know everything that they're dealing with. But she knows my STI checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you were dealing with that. <laughs> uh, baby girl, I hate to break it to you, but you have the clap. That's <laughs> 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 so good. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> For for other people or people out with your own family, I don't think I'm really sort of in a position to give advice to people that I, I don't know what they're dealing with in their life. You know, it's it's easier said than done. Uh, it's easier, you know, it's easy to give advice to people. But, you know, if you don't know what they're going through and this is a really hard question. That's OK. It's I feel like at the end... Oh no! It, it. <laughs> Again, soon as the mic goes back, Dale says, "Oh, actually, <laughs> I know what I want to say." <laughs> For example, you you come to me sometimes, and I know you feel that in life you're not doing exactly what you would want to be doing, uh, and it gets you down at times. I would just advise that you keep doing what you're doing. I know you're happy doing the other things that you do you know don't ever give up and the the main thing is that you can try and be you're not using external factors to to make yourself happy you've got to try and be happy from within which is really really hard that is you've always always reassured to me to to never give up in anything I'm doing and I think that's why I'm so passionate about everything that I do do and everything that I want to achieve and have achieved I've always been so passionate about these things like You've always encouraged me to go out there and do what I want to do and not think about what anybody else thinks. What you do doesn't define who you are as a person. You know, it doesn't matter what you're doing. The most, as I say, the most important thing is that you're happy with it. If you're not happy with it, then it's really only you that can change it. But it's, you know, looking more into the simpler things in life. If you have family, 
friends, not looking to the next thing that's going to make you happy, the next thing that you buy or the next thing that you do or the next thing that you achieve. You're so right. Like, I really needed to hear that. You're so right. Because it's so easy to be like, oh, I feel a bit down today. Oh, it's okay. I would just spend like £15 on a croissant and a coffee. Yeah. And that would just make me I mean, you hear us talking about that. Like, we've spoken about these things like in the podcast and I mean, and you know what I'm like. I fucking buy things all the time. (laughs) (laughs) things i don't need (laughs) that's why you're like she oh she's so happy (laughs) i'm joking i'm joking i'm kidding (laughs) you can look outwardly for things to like yeah make you make you happy or to fix your life but it's only going to be a temporary fix you have to and it takes time also i would say it's a slow process doesn't happen quickly but each little step helps and it has to be consistent it has to be don't ever lose hope you do it you're doing it for you not for anyone else and that's again you've got to remember guys this is where i just literally get all all my chats from do you just give such such good advice to me and i always take everything with me throughout everything i do even what you've said today is just has been so beautiful and so perfect and Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. This has been so wonderful. This has been so wonderful, genuinely. Thank you so much. And I can't believe that you've been so nervous to chat. Yeah, you've hogged the mic the whole time. (laughs) Like, I barely got a word in. Are you joking? she's obsessed but honestly but thank you so much mum and one thing I did want to touch on and briefly ask you so we will just to wrap up and how is it being the mother of Ailsa Biggerstaff (laughs) be honest we we only have a minute (laughs) (laughs) the chaotic queen that I am I know I've been on my journey through life you know I was maybe like quiet for about a few years of those till I was like what I don't know when did I I was quite a quiet child though wasn't I oh yeah extremely quiet you didn't speak to anyone you didn't smile at anyone I used to hide I didn't even smile that is disgusting (laughs) (laughs) what a little bitch I was pointing a camera at Ilsa and she just frowned I did not even like cameras that's insane how times have changed (laughs) came out my shell you always encouraged me to try new things I think that was probably a big part of that um like my confidence growing starting my dancing and then doing theatre school and you always encouraged me to try all these new things you always put yourself out there in the most stressful situations to make me happy like going to Highland dancing competitions weekend after weekend maybe it wasn't the most fun for you but you did all that for me and to to do something that I loved and I just think that's so wonderful and thank you for thank you for giving me all that time and putting in all that effort and you know supporting every single thing I've ever done in my life because I can't do it all without your support thank you it's been a pleasure guys thank you so much for tuning into this episode it has been so wonderful go follow this podcast on your preferred streaming platform so you don't miss an episode Woo!